Hey everyone, welcome to the For the Win podcast. I'm Hemel Javeri coming to you from the deep, dark depths of my closet. And with me today is Evan Thorpe and Michelle Martinelli. Hi guys. Hey Hemel. Hey. What's going on? I'm not in a closet. <laughs> so it's a good start. <laughs> I've been sitting on the same spot in my couch for the past two weeks that is starting to dent in. Um, yeah, we are all self-isolating, quarantining like we have been taught. So apologies in advance if the audio quality for this is not what you guys are used to. We, like everybody else, are just trying to figure out this new normal. Um, on the podcast today, we have a couple of things to talk about. One thing that we're going to get into is the Billionaire sports teams owners that are not handling the situation very well. Uh, we're going to talk about what the NBA is doing to stave off uh, laying off some of their staff. And we're going to talk about, on the bright side, a couple of athletes that are actually putting it all out there to help their communities in this time of need. So before we get to the good news, let's kind of run through all the bad news. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is how sports teams are managing what's happening right now, because as we know, sports has basically been shut down for two weeks. It's going to be shut down for much longer. And even if it does come back sometime in June, it'll likely come back without fans. So there's a lot of teams that are taking massive revenue hits, which is totally understandable. Now, one thing that a lot of teams have done, and I'm talking about NBA and NHL teams right now, is that they have most of them set up funds for their part-time workers, the people who work in their stadiums, uh, you know, who are hourly wage workers who are not going to be getting paid because their games are canceled. So they have already set up funds for those guys. Um, and that's pretty much every NHL team, pretty much every NBA team, aside from the Houston Rockets and, to my knowledge, the Buffalo Sabres. So those two people are pretty terrible. But what started to happen this week is that teams are actually furloughing and laying off their full-time staff, uh, which is insane to me. And these are teams that are owned by billionaires. So the first one that I want to talk about is the NHL Boston Bruins owner, Jeremy Jacobs. According to Forbes, he's worth $3.3 million. And he announced earlier this week that 62 employees are getting laid off basically they're getting temporarily laid off and 82 people are being forced to take pay cuts now that to me is just ridiculous considering he's worth personally 3.3 billion dollars like the group he controls is called delaware north but it's family owned family operated um and i don't know i just i just think that this is unconscionable um i don't know michelle what do you think Honestly, if I had that much money, which is more money than anyone could ever try and spend in one lifetime, I would have absolutely no problem making sure that my fellow common human being is taken care of, especially when they're an employee and they're significant, probably significantly more stressed about money and putting food on the table than I am. If I was a billionaire, this is a no-brainer to me. Like I would absolutely spend so much money that I don't need in this current moment to help other people out in this very trying, very stressful time of uncertainty. Yeah. And one of the things that people are trying to point out is that the 3.3 billion that he's worth is all assets, right? So there's what they're trying to say is that maybe he doesn't have that much cash on hand, but 
I, I don't think that's a fair argument because even if that's not all liquid cash, cash, you could take out a loan, right? Like he could easily get a loan. Rich people who have money have no problem getting more money to pay these people, even if they did not have that much liquid capital. And it's just to me so callous to treat your employees that way. Like these are the people that helped you get to where you are, right? Like they're the ones who come in every day and do the work so that you can make the money and they're being cast aside. Um, Evan, you brought up the owner of the Philadelphia 76ers. Can you talk a little bit more about that situation? Yeah, so uh, reports came out earlier, I want to say last week or late last week, early this week, that the Sixers were asking uh, staff workers that made 50000 or more a year to take a, a pay reduction. And a lot of Sixers fans, I'm a Sixers fan myself, were calling them out. And then Joel B committed $500,000 to the uh, COVID-19 relief efforts. And then it kind of made the Sixers ownership look kind of bad because you have millionaires, billionaires uh, telling people to take a pay reduction. And then your star player, who's definitely not making as much money as you, is putting out his own money to make sure those people are okay. They kind of drew back that statement and said they're going to pay their workers, no matter how much they've made uh, their full amount. So it just shows that, like, these billionaire owners aren't stepping up and trying to make an impact while their players who make less than them are giving up their own money to make sure that the people that work security, that work, you know, cleanup are still getting paid. And it's kind of similar to what you're talking about, just another billionaire owner not looking – but what's the best for his his, his workers? Yeah, Twitter also shamed him into that too. Yeah, right? I'm sorry, Michelle. Can you go ahead and start over with that? Oh, sorry. Um, Twitter also shamed him too, right? Like people were furious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, on social media, they went right after him. Yeah, it was Josh Harris. That's the name of the majority owner of Sixers. So Andrew Joseph wrote a good story about it, so showing that like. Fans were calling him out, and, you know, two days later, uh, ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski announced that they were not going with that decision to duck pay for people making over a certain amount of money. So what's interesting to me about that is that he clearly has the money, right? Like, it only took them two days to be like, oh, actually, this is a PR disaster, and we should just pay our people. So it's not like they were financially incapable of doing it. They were just like, uh, let's see how we can cut costs without really thinking about how a 20% pay cut is huge, right? Like, a lot of people are kind of just getting by with their full salary, and if they have to take a 20% hit, that's massive, right? Like, that's, yeah, you that's like your mortgage, and also, if you look at what cities some of these people are in and depending, you know, where they might live or how many children that they might have, $50,000 of your salary is, if you live in an expensive city and, and are trying to support a family off that, I, that's that's not a ton of money to work with. Like, that's, yeah. it's, that's a struggle for people to raise their kids when they're getting paid normally. But if you make, you know, $55,000 a year and they're going to cut your your salary that's that's a struggle exactly i just um, i look at it as the people who live month to month it's going to be so much harder for them to make ends meet especially if they have children because now you're looking at it one your kids with you every day 
Mm-hmm. Like you have to figure out, all right, now I have to provide lunch, possibly breakfast for them that the school was offering for them. And I got to figure out what to do to keep them occupied. Like not every kid is just going to be fine with running outside. Like you might have to go out and invest in a game just to keep your child, you know, under control for majority of the day. I mean, they still are getting homeschooled, but like a lot of people's lives have changed in, in the past month just from all of this. Yeah, exactly. Um, I want to talk about some of the teams that are doing or handling this situation, the financial strain of, you know, sports season shutting down better than others. But before we do that, we're going to talk I'm about talking stop you in your tracks. I'll never work out again. Oh my God. What am I going to do? Kind of pain. This is the kind of pain Dr. Jason Worsland was in, was in when he created Theragun, the deep muscle massager that's unlike anything you've ever felt. Theragun isn't a cheap massager that just tickles your muscles. The handheld percussive device uses a scientifically calibrated combination of speed, depth, and power to release the deepest muscle tension. It's this simple. Whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out, an injury, or just everyday life, you can use Theragun. Theragun is the preferred muscle recovery device for over 250 professional sports teams and is used by hundreds of thousands of satisfied customers around the world to reduce pain, increase range of motion, and soothe aching muscles. Try Theragun risk-free for 30 days or your money back by going to theragun.com cadence. For a limited time, listeners will get a free charging stand with purchase, which is a $79 value. That's theragun.com cadence, theragun.com cadence. All right, we're back. So we've talked about the 76ers. We talked about Josh Harris, how he's messing up. Jeremy Jacobs, again, happily cast as the villain in what's happening right now. But I want to talk a little bit about the Dallas Stars, which is an NHL team that I think is actually doing the right thing. The the president and general manager of the Dallas Stars announced a couple of days ago that they were actually taking 50% pay cuts uh, for as long as the NHL season is postponed, right? These are executives that are making a ton of money and they're voluntarily realizing that my huge salary is a huge expense that the team cannot afford right now. And that money, if we save it, can go, excuse me, that money, if we save it, can go to keep all these people who work for me employed, right? Like we're talking about the trainers, we're talking about like the social media team, we're talking about the marketing assistants, right? All these people who do all this work to make sure that the team looks great. So I think that that's actually the best thing for executives to do right now, which is to realize that they make these huge, insane, inflated salaries and could save the team millions by just taking a voluntarily pay cut. And they're also much further along in their careers and have probably built up nest eggs, so they should be able to weather the storm just fine. Yeah, I um, I want to give a shout out real quick to the uh, part owner, Michael Rubin of the Sixers. We just dogged him, but he's come up with, I don't know how useful it is, but instead of making Phillies jerseys, uh, they've gone into producing masks and gowns for hospitals out of the material. Um, I don't know if that's going to like be as beneficial as like the actual mask doctors made, but like it shows that instead of him just putting up jerseys for sale, like he's finding a way to use the materials to help doctors. So as much as we just dog the Sixers, at least somebody's trying to do something 
you know, helpful to the community. Yeah, the company that sells, um, you know, that makes jerseys and partners with a whole variety of sport professional sports organizations, they said they're doing that too, that they've switched from, um, you know, producing ba uh, baseball uniforms, that they're, you know, they're making masks uh, out of pinstripe material, which is kind of funny, but like that's go is this along the same lines of like finding a way to help contribute something as well. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's Michael Rubin for fanatics. Um, yeah, that's the same company. It's Michael. Oh, Rubin. It is. Oh, my bad. Um, the NBA also is kind of leading the charge here. So the NHL announced the NHL as a league announced that they were also requiring their full-time staff to take pay cuts. But the NHL also said that the pay cuts did not apply to people who had signed contracts. So the people who signed contracts are like your, you know, is like the NHL commissioner and like executives. The NBA announced that all their full-time execs were taking 20% pay cuts, right? So that's Adam Silver. The guys at the top who make all the big salaries are taking those pay cuts first before they trickle down to the full-time employees. So that's really the right way to handle this, right? It's like, if you're making a ton of money right now, you need to be the one to step back and think about people beneath you who are helping you achieve your goals. Um, Michelle, can you talk a little bit about Joey Logano? Yeah, so um, in the NASCAR world, it, it kind of goes along the lines of what Evan was saying about, you know, people trying to take care of their kids and people who might, um, you know, specifically rely on schools to provide their kids with at least one, maybe two meals a day. And so NASCAR champion Joey Logano is trying to put his resources to good use in the Charlotte, North Carolina area. I spoke to him earlier this week, and he's kind of like a fun, goofy driver, always a really good interview, like, cause he's, he's just kind of quirky, but this was actually, I think the best interview I've ever had with him because he seemed so acutely aware of issues that affect everyday people and concerned about ways to ha have a bigger impact. He first started off with his foundation partnering with a local barbecue joint that was giving out uh, free meals to kids um, in, in the area, but his, his concern was, this isn't big enough. We're not having a big enough impact. And so he's in the process of trying to work with, um, you know, some of his NASCAR partners and some other, some restaurants in, in the community. So it's like a little bit of a double-edged sword to try and help keep these businesses afloat while also making sure that people get food because, you know, his concern is along these same lines that if, people lose their jobs and their kids aren't in school receiving meals anymore. How, you know, parents are stressed. How are they going to pay the rent? How are they going to buy groceries? And so he's trying to alleviate some of that pressure. And I think it's, um, I was just, I was really impressed by how genuinely concerned he seemed about this and how, how much he wanted to help Is he even, he made a video on Twitter asking for people like, to offer suggestions saying, hey, are, is there an area that I'm not aware of that needs help? Like, mm -hmm. how can we as a community rally? Like, I have these resources, help me find the best way to allocate these resources and try and help the largest number of people, especially since the Charlotte area and the county that it's in went into, uh, had stay-at-home orders go into effect yesterday, or Thursday, uh, for the next three weeks. 
Yeah, it, it seems like there's a ton of athletes that are coming out and doing what they can. And we're not going to be able to mention all of them just because thankfully there are so many people who are stepping up. Like we talked about Joel Embiid, like he's been really visible. Um, Steph Curry, who he and uh, Aisha have pledged, uh, I think it's a million dollars to the food banks in the uh, Golden, um, I want to say Golden State area, but in Northern California. And uh, Evan, can you talk a little bit about Drew Brees? Because that just came out, I think, earlier this week as well, where he's stepping up and donating, I think, $5 million to the state of Louisiana. Yeah, he uh, put on Instagram yesterday, Thursday, that he would be donating $5 million to the state of Louisiana and to help all the global coronavirus pandemic. And it just shows that these athletes are doing what the owners should be doing. And the fact that He's putting up $5 million, like, you know, I'm pretty sure he has a lot, but that's the most I've seen from an individual athlete as far as, like, helping with this. And, you know, he just re-signed with the New Orleans Saints for, I think, a year or two. But the fact that he's looking out for his community, like, we, we normally talk, we don't talk down on him, but we joke about how he presents his boys and doesn't really present his girls and Instagram captions and stuff. But, like, this is this is one of those times where I'm like, you know what? Next time I see Drew Brees play, I might cheer for him, as, unless it's against the Eagles. So, good move by Drew Brees. I agree with you. I feel like we, we trash Drew Brees a lot. And he's really he's really come up big right now. Um, and, and I will say we only trash him, like you said, for – it's seeming to just put his boys on Instagram versus his girl on Instagram. Um, but yes, now I might have to rethink this because this is beyond generous. Like, right? It isn't just like, Hey, I'm going to write a check. It's these things to me seem really sincere where these are athletes who realize that, that public institutions have failed us and it is time for them to step up for the communities that have supported them for so long. Um, so yeah, shout out to Drew Brees, literally shout out to pretty much everybody who is doing what they can. And I know a lot of people who are at home are giving in their own ways, whether it's a couple of bucks here and there for a GoFundMe account or small donations to your local food bank. Um, it is really heartwarming to see how people are stepping up right now. Um, so that's it for me, Evan and Michelle. Do you guys have any other thoughts you want to get into? I also want to uh, shout out Seth Curry. Yesterday he had the Q and A with uh, the doctor. I can't find mm -hmm, Dr. Fauci for the yes, and it just shows that like even if you're not fully aware, just talking about it out loud and just asking the questions that people are literally asking themselves or trying to look up and. You know, a lot of misinformation is being out there. You know, people are saying some stuff, you know, their theories, but like to get professionals to speak about it allows us to get a better understanding of what we're going through, like the symptom stuff. Like you might not feel like you have something, but just to know if you have a cough or something, it just lets you be aware, like, all right, I need to get myself away from others mm -hmm. just in case I have it. Yeah, I agree. I think it's great to see athletes using their platforms for real sustainable change in the face of kind of the federal government really failing us all right now. So, <laughs> and asking the questions that a lot of people want to know the answers to, and they're not super sure. So let's literally ask the expert that's on TV every day. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think USA Today sports columnist, Mark Medina, he covers the Golden State Warriors for us. Uh, he wrote a, a column where he said that, you know, the thing, the interview with Fauci was one of the best things Steph has done. 
but also that it was way more informative than any traditional Trump press conference because you're actually getting facts and not bluster. So I agree with Mark on that one. Steph for president. (laughs) For sure. Um, My final parting thoughts, I just want to say, are sort of cliche, but just be kind to each other. This is a very stressful time and everyone handles and manages that stress differently and reacts to that stress differently and has different ways of relieving that stress. And you don't always know what other people are going through. So let's, whether it's big or small, try to help each other out because this is the new normal for who knows how long. Yeah, and that means to not hoard all the toilet paper, okay? You guys need to Hand sanitizer. And hand sanitizer. Y'all need to chill out with that stuff. You have more than enough. It's going to be fine. Um, Y'all want to know what I was about to do? What? I was about to buy a bidet. (laughs) (laughs) I had it in my cart ready to purchase it did. My fiance said, why do you need that? I was like, because there's no toilet paper. And she was like, Evan, you don't need that. I was like, but if we don't have any toilet paper, we got two rolls left. I'm not trying to be the one out here smelling funky on the couch. Oh, shout out. And she said. Shout out to Joelle for being the sensible one in this relationship. <laughs> but here's the thing. She said, Evan, what's beside the toilet? I said, the sink. She said, the other side. I said, a shower. She said, there you go. So take a shower with your day in the bathroom. Oh, God, this is so